Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me this week, I have got Ariet. And for the news segment, we've got Michael with us. Say hello. Hello. So we've got... Folks, but I just, I, I don't have it in me to recap days. I, I just can't, guys. Honestly, after the week that it was behind the scenes, I kind of don't blame you because I think a lot of people are feeling that. But we're happy to have you here for the news, especially since uh, this first news item will definitely pique your interest. Cassie DePaiva is returning as Eve next week when Harris sees her in Bayview. And that is the reason why I'm here for the news. I want to rub all of y'all noses into proverbial piss that y'all have given me over the years for yelling, bring back Cassie DePaiva as Eve. And I just want to let each and every one of you know that every tongue that rises against Cassie the Pilot Eve, Eve falls at one time and she is back and is what I and many of us deserve. And I like that she's in Bayview too because like we didn't know that because when she exactly. left in 20. I what I wanted, I got what I've been screaming for. I guess they heard me. I can live with this. I couldn't live with Eve being in jail. Well, she's definitely not in jail, which I'm honestly okay with because it was very clear that she needed help at the end of her run in 2020. So I'm I'm curious to see, one, how long she's here, two, what her and Harris are going to be like, and knowing that we're going to be seeing Andrew and hopefully, possibly, maybe Teresa later this year. I'm really curious to see if we're going to get all three Donovan siblings all together. Uh, that's nice and all. Where Shane and Kim? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious to see. And I cannot say never say never anymore because look at the things I've been given this year. Yeah, a lot of your soap wishes have come true this year. I, I'm... They killed Laura and said, let's throw this man a bone. He deserves. And I'm now, the thing that I deserve. So now I think you need to focus your manifestations on bringing Laura back. Oh, uh, that's already set in stone, Tony. I told y'all when Abigail died that Abigail is safe because she is with Laura. I didn't say she was in heaven, though. Yes, but I, so I, I'm, I think... I'm speaking that into existence. Laura and Abigail are in the zeitgeist, the void, wherever you want it, but they are alive and well. All right. Are you excited about Cassie's return as Eve? Or you do you care? What are your thoughts? Mm, I don't really care. Not too much. I'm still gonna say well, you, like you cannot you cannot care, but not too much. I, I understand Eve isn't for everybody. This Eve, I don't think. But so I haven't <laughs> listen, I don't have a lot of context with Eve. I will. And, the, I get and the context you do have is not great. So I kind of yeah. understand your feelings. I don't and plus I think you missed a lot I of I think her. I will prefer I think Charlotte's Eve when I get there. But I guess it makes sense because of Harris. Like having Eve back in general. I just don't care 
for this version. I think Cassie is great. I don't think this role is right for her. Has hasn't been for since she started, I guess. But it is what it is. I don't have much to say about it. I just don't really care. I got way. my things. I'm I'm just going down the wish list. Everything I've wanted, I've gotten. Now it may have taken years, but I got it. So I can't complain too much. All right. Well, did you want what what is next on our list, which is that Tamara Braun is returning next month as Ava? Not and, really. Uh, <laughs> well, that is something for me because that is my toxic fave. As long as she it remains your toxic fave and she's not the yeah, domesticated whatever she well, was. Well, my thing with that is she ain't been in Bayview that long. No, it's been about and this show loves to redeem um villains so i don't want that i want ava to be messy and toxic I, like she's way more fun that way but either way tamra will always bring it like i did not expect to love ava but hey tamra made me a fan Honestly, I wasn't either, especially after the way she was brought on in 2008, because in her first run, I could not stand her. But Tamara is so good that I grew to really enjoy her each time we saw her as Ava. Mm -hmm. We don't acknowledge really? the Taylor run. Really? Really? Yes. I'm not even being shady, really. Because I, I guess I'm a grudge holder. <laughs> guess isn't even... <laughs> I'm a grudge holder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grudge holder. She killed Granddaddy Sean. I know that. She did, but she was also not in her right mind, and she wasn't in her right mind for reasons that were not her fault. Uh, um, is it not her fault? Her, her father was literally drugging her, and the drugs are what made her go completely insane. So no, it was not her fault. Where was the disco round? This go round, this go round, she, from what they told us, completely lost her mind because Jake died, which I have a hard that enough time believing. That just tells me that her cheese just was never on the cracker. But again, her cheese was never on her cracker because of the things her father did to her. What her father did to her completely fucked with her brain. Uh, okay, I think I see where this is going with Tony, but no. Mm -mm. I, I, I've i never seen it for her I, her walking into the pub and just lottie dottie and getting shot oh, listen no I that never is, I was I never mean, okay that's with that something either. Xander does as well like that's something like Clyde did and I, I did not like either I, of that like it's I yelled then yeah so and we can like Ava and still yell about those things which yeah. we did it doesn't make sense. I agree. Like, she shouldn't be even eating there because she killed... Like, Roman needs to be throwing hot bowls at her every time. What the fuck you doing? You know what I mean? Why are you yeah. here? Like, the, that I agree with. I, I really enjoy Tamara as Ava, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do. And I'm really curious because uh, I'm going to be curious to see 
if they do Ava and Harris. Well, of course they are. That would be stupid if they didn't. I'm sorry, but it would be very stupid. That is peak promo. Like, let's get those early GH watches over here. Come on. That wouldn't be smart if they didn't. So, I'm curious. The one thing I'm not looking forward to with Ava's return is Trip and Ava. Not looking Uh, forward to that. uh, But I'm looking forward to Tamara Braun being back on my screen. That much I'm looking forward to. But now that we've discussed the good news, uh, we should probably discuss the big news that um, broke this week. Uh, Deadline published a massive expose exposing the truly awful conditions of the set it days. Albert Alar has been awful and abusive for years and nobody did anything to stop him. Since the article has come out, Days has extended their production hiatus hopefully to find his replacement and completely rework the behind the scenes environment to make sure that none of this ever happens again. Okay, before we start, I would just let put the if and allegedly button. The if and allegedly light is on, people. You know, just to cover our behinds. Okay, y'all Fair. can go. I, I, I just wanted to say that aloud. We are in if and allegedly mode. Yes, okay. Um, I read that article and my stomach read the article. No, I did read the article. (laughs) We're going to have to throw allegedly a lot in this because we did the blanket and allegedly we're covered. Now we're going to seriously discuss this. Yeah, but I'm going to have to throw it in a few more times since I feel like this is going to be a long discussion. But I read that article and the things that were depicted in that article of things that allegedly happened on that set. And I was horrified and disgusted and felt bad for every single member of that cast, past and present. Um, None of this should have been able to go on for eight minutes, let alone eight years. Where was Ken Corday? Where was the HR department? Where was they anybody to don't have one? Where was anybody who can help them? And according to that article, multiple people went to Ken Corday to report on the situation behind the scenes. Lisa Rinna has come out and said that she did as much during the filming of Beyond Salem in 2021. And yet Ken Corday did nothing. And they did a nine-week investigation. And at the end of those nine weeks, all Albert got was a slap on the wrist and a a write-up and a training protocol. That is not enough. He should have been terminated years ago whenever the first instance of abuse was brought before Ken Corday, he should have been shown the door then. He needs to be shown the door now, but that is not the only thing that needs to happen. Once Albert is gone, we need to make sure that somebody is there to make sure that none of this ever happens again. We need to hold Ken Corday's feet to the fire and we need to make sure that somebody is at days 
to keep this cast safe because nobody should have to endure the things that they did allegedly. Good job, Tony. You, yep. you put them in all the right places. Okay. So my big thing on this, because you covered all the important points, but I want to cover all the little things that's being missed as well. Let's be clear. Let's be real clear. If not for this article dropping and dropping all these alleged facts, Abu Dhabi would still be there. Nothing would have occurred from this. So I want all of you to take a moment and ask, if not for this article, what ha- would have went on? Because I want to I want you guys to do like your second grade teacher used to do and put on your thinking caps. Let's put on our thinking caps. If any of y'all, you know, have ever had I'm not trying to sound condescending, a job where an HR investigation has had to happen, these shits are like under lock and key. It's not like everyone's talking about it. It's not like everyone knows the details. And God forbid anyone puts out a leak. Because if a leak would have happened before the end of the investigation, they fucked the investigation highways to hell. Not only that, that all of this stuff that will have allegedly happened during this investigation coming out before it even ended would have led to some kind of lawsuit. So the investigation was over and closed with by the time we've heard about it. If he was still there when the article dropped, ask yourselves, again, if this article would not have dropped, would Albert Alar have been fired? And if at any moment your brain says, no, no, he wouldn't have, let's go to the proper authorities that need to be held under fire. If Ken Corday knew these things and just let it go by the wayside and only produced a fucking write-up, that is an issue. If Ken Corday didn't know these things and as a executive producer is only popping up to the set every so often, every blue moon, fuck it, every anniversary, that is a problem within itself. So while we are, all believe that Albert Alar should be gone, let's not use the scapegoat black person to be the only person held to the fire. Let's hold everyone accountable. Let's hold Peacock accountable because, again, where was everyone? It is, it, let's and hold NBC it, before them exactly. because this, this has NBC been going on for eight years. This Peacock been going is on only... For eight years. Thank you. Let's hold the proper people accountable. Because and this if, is, normally again, I don't... Nobody I don't... knew. If nobody knew... If nobody knew, that is a problem. What business owner doesn't know what goes on in their business? Are you just cashing the check? That's an issue because clearly you don't care about what goes on in the business, which again, y'all are going for the easiest target that y'all can when there's several other targets in the air that you could shoot at. That is my big issue. If yeah, you want I, I want Albert gone. Days, but once, if you want once something changed that happens, at days, everyone has to go. And I, I get it, Ken Corday owns the place. If you don't want to be there, 
there's plenty of business owners who hire CEOs, hire COOs of their companies because they don't want to be there. They just want to do the small heavy lifting of saying yes and no and then going back to playing golf. And that's fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because let's be clear. Let's be clear. He didn't want this job in the first place. It was left to him. Allegedly. Allegedly. It was left to him. Which is fine. I get it. But if you don't want to be there, if you want to be as hands off as possible, put somebody in place to do these things. Put an HR department up because allegedly y'all don't have one. And that is a big red Problem flag in and of itself. Me. Exactly. In the year of our Lord, 2023, that is a huge problem to me. That there's, there's no HR. And my other question in all of this too, where was the actors union to help them? Like, I, I, don't, under, like, I don't understand where they were. Because and we keep it, saying Albert Alar, Albert Alar, why was he given this much power to begin with? Because again, everyone has a boss. So it ain't like he just usurped this power on his own. Again. I mean, and, but I, I, I want to make it clear. Albert Alar did the things that he did. And, and we're not trying to say that that's okay because in no way is it. We're saying that Everyone needs to be held accountable. Simple as that. Aria, you've been pretty quiet. What are your takes on all of this? I mean, y'all said it very well. But I, I completely agree that there's multiple people who should be held accountable for letting this happen and for so long. I don't know if it been like this for the eight years he's been ep or for the last or if it's gotten worse for the last few years but steps needs to be taken to um ensure that the cast has a good work environment but it does not stop with albert the system is already broken because this was allowed to happen and it goes to show that they need to clean house at days. It should not start and end with Albert. Because he's not the only problematic or toxic person at that work environment. There is more. Y'all need to do whatever you can to, first and foremost, make sure the work environment is safe and good for everyone and then move like take the next step to it make sure that this works and that works like you have to really break down this show and look look at the culture there like, this has been allowed for a reason like this has been going on for years because y'all weren't doing what needed to be done and everyone should be held accountable. It's yes, it's one person who's done these awful things and should be let go. But it it goes to show that there's more problem than just one mere person. So yeah, I do think 
they need to really clean house at these. At every maybe at every department. Who knows? I don't work there. And, I can say And I just to... hope that whoever they get to replace him does what needs to be done to ensure that that environment remains safe for the cast. And if Ken Corday is not willing to do it himself, then Peacock get somebody in there who will. This, someone needs to light fire under his ass. I'm sorry. Sorry for cursing, but like. Oh, please. It's fine. You're, we not you're, cursed out here. We're, we've had an explicit rating from the jump for this reason. But like, this is your parents' legacy and you're, you ain't doing shit about it. Like, are you sleeping on the job? Like he's not up. coming in. He's not. Like he, it's now not. He's forty productions is in even this, in the same building or something like that. He is not even in the same building. No, nope. told or read. Um, but like this is your parents' legacy. I would think a wise and smart person would do anything to make sure this show wouldn't end up to the place it is right now like what the fuck are you doing right now you are as complicit as the person who is now getting like heat for what they've done like you know like i i'm certain he has been aware because there's been like cast members who has come up to him we saw lisa arena post about it and they did nothing. So Ken is as complicit. If you don't want to do this, hire someone who can do the heavy work and like. And the, honestly, I don't even trust make... him to hire the replacement. I need an independent. I think Dylan, we were all talking about this in our group chat, and Dylan mentioned an independent person needing to come in and examine everything. And I need an independent person to hire Albert's replacement because I do not trust that Ken won't just put somebody else in there who will do the same shit. Yeah. Days is very much so on the struggle bus. And I I want to hope for the and honestly, And honestly, Peacock is too, which could incentivize Peacock to do what it needs to be done to fix it. If it becomes too much of a problem and a liability, Peacock can pull the fucking plug all together. So they no, better I'm... get that shit together. Yep. It Beyond this, it doesn't like, Ken doesn't give me the energy of caring about the show. I know he maybe loves the show. It's like... It, it's very much a... You're not invested. It's very much giving, it's my responsibility to honor my parents, but if I actually had my druthers, I would rather not be doing this. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be here. Allegedly. So, I just need them to fix it. There's no other way to say this, because yeah, Alar needs to be let go, but he's not the only one who they need to, like, he's not the only problem. He's a part of a problem on the show, but not the only problem. And they need to fix that system and clean house. Clean house over there. Because he is not the only one. 
I want- I, I'm going to say this before we move into our stories. Um, Jill Farron Phelps is not the solution she is not. to this problem. And she I will only up. continue. And I she gonna fuck them up. I don't Listen, have we don't call her Jill Farron fuck up for no reason. Lord, I don't have context to her. I did see the tweet about her wanting to take over like as EP, but I'm hoping it's just that that she wants it, but not that they want her. But because she she is a problem on a multitude of levels. First and foremost, she has a lot of similar mindsets to what is the current culture at days, which we do not need. We need a reverse of fortune there. And number two, she and budgets are not friends. She's allergic to budgets. She will spend money that days cannot afford to spend. She will bankrupt the show and we will be off the air within a year. Yeah. So Jill, Jill Farron Phelps is not the solution. Mm-mm. I don't know who is, um, but she absolutely is not. And do either one of you have anything else you want to add before we move into our stories? Well, that I'm leaving. Well, yes, um, you are. <laughs> but before you head out, do you have anything you want to add? Um, Erica, baby, twenty twenty four. Nothing but respect for my president. <laughs> and that is all. So goodbye. So long. Bye, Michael. Bye. Also, one last thing, one last thing. Because I'm in a follower slump, I will be following people who follows the Soap Just Salem account during the week as little gifts to you guys. Um, so yeah. Go follow that damn Soap Dish Salem page because I will be following people. Um, and not only that, don't forget to like, share, and p- comment, and repost, and all that good stuff. If we grow, you get more. What he said. All right. All. Our fearless leader has spoken. The first gentleman, if you will. You know, I don't <laughs> do shit to throw my leg around here. Well, hopefully, you'll be back next week to do a little bit more than that. Probably not because that Gwen wedding was poopery. It it looks bad. It isn't good. Well, it, we'll be Jack and Jennifer we'll... didn't even fly in for this shit. Would you want them to? No. But it, it proves my point that the day's writers have realized that we don't fuck with Gwen like that. And they are on every mission possible to just before that character leaves the canvas, they're going to nuke her because they're throwing her in positions to lose at every turn. All right. Well, I think on that note, Ariad, are you ready to discuss our headlines? Let's Ta-ta, go. Guys. Bye, Bye, Michael. All right. So our first headline is Alex continues to be intrusive with Chad and Stephanie, and this triangle is literal hell. I hate it here. Me too. Um, and honestly, it's because Stephanie is giving me Belle 2004, 2005 vibes in that when she's with one, she wants the other. Um, because at least Belle was written more interesting. True, true. It, it is a watered down version completely. But like, because if, if you go back to when Stephanie and Alex were together, 
Chad was always the one doing the the intruding, and then she eventually got with Chad, and we're doing the exact same shit now. Only Alex is in the intruder role. Yeah, it's clear they have no clue what to do with them, so they're just they just flip the switch, and like you said, it, they've gone from Stephanie and Alex with Chad being the interloper to Alex being the interloper, and it's just not. It's just not interesting. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Because Alex constantly crossing boundaries is not entertaining. Uh -uh. Stephanie yelling at him in one breath, but not actually letting him leave in the next is also annoying as fuck. And then Chad making um, presumptions and getting like literally getting physical with Alex when she was the one who initiated the hug also irked me. Like, it's just everybody looks fucking terrible. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's reading that Stephanie enjoys this. And I don't, and I don't know think if, that's, that's the angle they're going with, but. It feels it, like Stephanie can't make up her mind. Yeah. And literally, like, this is not even moving. It's, it's on a standstill. Like, we're, we're seeing the same type of scenes every time they're on. And, and it's just, not fun. No. I need this story or triangle to end. I just, this is not Stephanie for me. This is Honestly, not Chad for me. We don't have the history. Like, Alex hasn't grown up on the show. So we don't know if this is Alex type of behavior or not. But Chad I will Steph say it is only because Justin was very similar when he first came yeah. on. So in that respect, I, like, I can respect that but just please pivot back to Alex and Stephanie and pivot Chad anywhere other than here yeah I I wasn't a big fan of Alex and Stephanie either I actually like them with Sloan but hey I actually did too but like Chad at least you can pivot him into other stories other than a relationship with Stephanie and Alex both they they have an issue there because they haven't fully developed either to be honest, if I were to pick an, a version of Alex, I wouldn't have picked, like, I wouldn't exclude the pushing boundaries thing because it was extreme and it was not cute. Yeah, but, that's an all-around But I wouldn't mind the player side of him coming back. Yeah, or even, like, the side of him that we saw with Chanel and Allie, too. Like, that, like where you can tell he's and they're kind of trying for the whole lovably dumb I don't actually mean the things that I do kind of things which works but there are certain contexts in which you can't do that and this is one of them it I actually enjoyed him this week but we're gonna get to that in a, just a little bit oh yes 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 that was good we'll get there in 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 um one quick second. Actually, we could probably head there now, yeah. even, unless you have anything else you want to add. No, actually, I fast <laughs> forward. I I watched like a scene, maybe in total, and like I get the picture. Okay, this is what they're talking about because I know it's the sh same shit every week. So I end up fast forwarding them eventually, and I know I'm not missing anything. You really weren't. I watched, and I can tell you, you absolutely did not. Like Chad, but Chad screamed. Alex was annoying and Stephanie was just letting it go on. Like that happens every week. So yeah, it's just the details are different, but the circumstances are the same. Yeah. But a 
after two absolutely terrible blind dates, Lee and Melinda reconnect. I okay. was... I loved this. This was probably one of the most entertaining things of the week for me, other than the Abe stuff, which we'll talk about later. But first of all, Lee's blind date was absolutely freaking hilarious. Yes. I I actually enjoyed enjoyed when um, Melinda was reacting to Alex because he kept going on on and on and on and on about himself. And she was like, no no thank you like you can read it in her face and when she brought up the glasses which is something that soap twitter has talked about almost immediately Mm -hmm. from the moment alex came in so it was just great that that kind of got brought up but like it's very clear that melinda and alex just were not going to match it was very clear that lee and his date were not going to match and i really actually do like lee and melinda together me too I, I enjoyed her with Alex as well. I enjoy her with Lee. Like, I could have seen a triangle with them, with the three of them. I really enjoyed, like, Lee, Melinda, and Alex in this con- in the context of the blind dates. It was really fun. And I'm, I'm curious to see what, where we're going with Lee and Melinda. I really enjoy them together as well. I think they click. And- they really do click because they challenge each other. They do. And to your credit, you were right last week about, because I know me and Michael, Michael wasn't certain that she pressed record or he he felt like it wasn't the plan and whatever. And I was like on the fence, but they showed us, showed us this week that she maybe did not intend on recording him but saw the opportunity and you were right yeah it was very much an impulsive decision that she later came to regret more so after this horrible date with alex because we 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 thought she was just like feel i thought maybe he he thought that she was recording but she wasn't actually recording him and it was set up or something like that but it actually showed that or we found out that she it intended to record him after she came back from the room uh, from the bathroom and regretted it after he found out so you technically you were completely right but I, I am really curious to see where Lee and Melinda goes um we can also throw in the Sloan Melinda stuff because um, oh, yeah. that was that was because I forgot to put that in the other in the um in other news section too um but like that's a really interesting friendship. Mm-hmm. They're finally peeling back the onion, the layers of the onion that is Melinda, and I'm really, really happy because seeing Melinda just be the overbearing district attorney forever has been very tiring. And the actress who plays Melinda is capable of doing way more than that. So when they give her material that lets us see who she actually is as a person, I really enjoy that. Yeah. I Tina is so amazing. I think her name is Tina Wong. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I pronounced her last name right, but yeah, she is amazing. She's one of the best actors on the show, and they don't give her enough to do. Like they don't give her enough that she deserves. But whenever she's on, she brings it. And she's so good. Like, I love Melinda. And I really enjoy when they 
delve into more of her past. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm not sure if it was this week or last week. Was it this week? Maybe it what was, was last week. Yeah, that she talked about um having been in an abusive relationship. Was that last yeah, she week? Talked, yeah, that was last week on the date with Lee. And then yeah, this week they brought up the Haley stuff with yeah. Tripp and Wendy yeah, and Lee. That's true. So, yeah, I just, I want her to have, I I actually wish they had, she had more of a family around. They shouldn't have killed Haley. Yeah, I, I would not be opposed to getting a sister to meeting her parents, like something. Mm-hmm. That would be great. They should definitely, but, definitely develop the character even more. Because she's a very interesting character. And Tina is amazing. And she deserves it. Yes. Do you have anything else to add on this particular story before we move on? No, that's pretty much it. I'm curious to see what, where we're going. I'm intrigued. They have chemistry. Bring it. Yeah, definitely. But next up on our list is Belle convinces Kristen to drop the charges against Brady in exchange for joint custody. Which I think we pretty much knew that's exactly where this was going. I wanted them to lose custody. Well, I think one of them is, but that's not going to happen until next week because the uh, based Which on one? soap opera digest, it looks like Brady's going to lose custody, and it might be going to Kristen. At least that's the implication I got. I off the soap wanted opera digest. both of them to lose custody. Same. This is, this is such a cop out. Same. Listen, I I agree with you. I'm just going off of the Soap Opera Digest article, which the Soap Opera Digest article for the Abe Paulina stuff didn't exactly play out on air the way it was described in the magazine. So I don't know that this will either. But I will say that in that article, they made it clear that the judge is not happy to sign off on the joint custody agreement, specifically bringing up the gun incident with Brady and the quote-unquote kidnapping incident from New Year's Eve. Mm. So they do, you know, Brady isn't going to pull a fast one. They are going to go to court and attempt to get the um, agreement finalized. I just don't know if it'll be successful. I actually didn't mind the fact that, like, um, Brady wasn't going to actually sign the papers until after the charges were dropped because yeah. after what oh. after what Brady just did to Kristen, Kristen would have no reason to uphold her end of the deal once the papers were signed. Yeah, again, I'm I don't still don't understand how she managed to like how she's able to possibly get joint custody of their daughter. She's a whole damn criminal. True, but they agreed to it. So usually what happens with custody cases, if both parents can agree to something and their lawyers draw up a contract accordingly, all they have to do is go before the judge to sign off on it. Okay. Which is technically what's supposed to happen next week. Where we're going left here is that the judge is not agreeing to sign off on this and is going to come up with an alternate plan how that alternate plan equals Kristen uh, I'm still Honestly, a little lost on I told you last week I don't care about anything revolving Kristen anymore and they just took the easy way out with this allegedly since we're not certain 
but if it goes to Kristen, I'm like, whatever. Like, you can, you and your daughter can go. Cause so I, I, I just do not care about her. I feel like they, they, they always do some unnecessary bullshit when it comes to character. And it's this is not this is not what I actually envisioned to happen for them. I actually thought they like both of them would lose custody of Rachel. That's that may still be a thing. I don't know, but I because neither I'm... neither seem to be fit to raise her. And like I would, it would make more sense if John and Marlena raised um Rachel. Uh, but I'm going to say again. I, I am going to say again that technically Brady did not kidnap his daughter. He may have let Kristen believe she was kidnapped, but Brady had full legal custody of Rachel at the time the supposed kidnapping took place. All he did was put her somewhere, and he was within no legal obligation to tell Kristen where that somewhere was. Yeah. Like it, I I get it was it, it was not wise to fake your child's kidnapping but again let's not forget that Christian was lording over you know was lording the lives of three women over his head so he was trying to force her hand may not have been his smartest move but Christian pushed him to that spot mm-hmm. yeah listen I am team Brady right now and I like I said last week it's wild for me to be here but Kristen has done all of these things towards him and his family so I can see why he's truly fuck you and <laughs> like he's mad and he like he has reached his limit I completely get it I do not know where we're going from here, but hopefully it's not that he'll lose it, uh, that she gains custody, but they both lose custody. I'm going to be on that. Like, that's the only part of the story I'm really curious about, because that would make, make more sense to me, because Kristen is Kristen. I was, it should not, the custody, like, she had her locked up in the attic in a bear costume in a bear costume where she was terrified and And she literally said it like she literally acknowledged on screen how scared she was so we can't say she wasn't and it's not like rachel's gonna talk about it or mention like she's somehow like her mom is the best person in the world and that is where brady fucked up you should have told your daughter Maybe you don't need to go into details, but you should have, he should have told Rachel, you know, here's what's up with your mommy. Now, the only up potential upside to her being in that house, Rachel, I mean, mm-hmm. is if Rachel overhears, since they have established she loves to listen mm-hmm. and be in places where children are not supposed to be. If she somehow overhears everything that Kristen has done recently, that I could be here for. Yeah, that could work. If she somehow her, hears her mom plotting and realizes maybe she's not as good as I thought she were. That is the, like, if Kristen gets custody, that is the only way I want that to go. Yeah. 
but uh, that's all I got for this one. I was about to say, should we move into our next one? We were ripping right through these, but I swear this was kind of a bit of a nothing week in Salem, except mm-hmm. for like the last story. But uh, Dimitri and Gwen shoehorn their way into Stefan and Gabby's wedding day as Leo deals with guilt over sleeping with Dimitri. I do not give a fuck about either one of these weddings. I don't. Me neither. It happened. Like the set is pretty. Um, that was some ugly dress. Like the wedding oh dress God, Gabby both. was wearing. I think. Okay. I think Gwen's was fine. Gwen's was-, was basic, but it wasn't like offensive. And Gabby's wasn't terrible until you get to the bottom of it. That looks like it was put through a paper shredder. It looks like a more like I'm. I wouldn't say club. But like a, 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 an outfit you can dance in with a lot of movement, you know? Yeah, it looks like a reception dress, not a ceremony dress. Yeah, and it felt like it was too tame for Gabby. Yeah, like she would be, in fact, she did. The, the dress that Kristen wore to the wedding, that silver dress, was reminding me, of, like was giving me major flashbacks to the dress that she wore at Stefan and Gabby's first wedding. Like... I almost wish that Gabby was wearing the dress that Kristen was wearing. Yeah, like that glitter and salmon mm-hmm. she wore on her first wedding to Stefan. Yeah, heck, even the one she wore to like her drive-by interruption to Lonnie's wedding. That is like that would look great. But you <laughs> I could not take her seriously in that outfit. I hate it. And I think she even I think she even looked better when she was going for going to marry lee yeah and camilla's got to be so sick of doing these damn weddings yeah that's her second in the like the last second seven. second in six months because like yeah. gabby and lee's wedding was new year's eve and here we are in july i mean it's not that close if it was like three months in between then yeah but i just hate that wedding dress yeah and i don't really love this whole dimitri leo angle like okay they're sleeping together i also this whole it could be really interesting if they the characters involved excluding um leo because i love him um it could be interesting if the characters involved were way more interesting in the lack of better words like yeah and also i wish go ahead i wish that gwen knew and was playing dimitri Mm -hmm. because at this point gwen has been in her pick me era for so long like i'm ready for a switch to flip and for her to go into vengeance mode yeah because this would be right in gwen's alley like she would be like you know what I'm going to marry you and help you get that money. And then I'm going to take it from you. Yes. Like, what's what's happening? She's not even... I don't even feel like they're playing her as being good. But they're trying so hard to make her work somehow. I don't think, feel like she's fully a good person. But... It's it's just not clicking. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish here, but it's not clicking with Gwen. And it's, Emily is. It's amazing. hard. It's hard too because how are we supposed to buy that Gwen and Leo are ride or die besties when this time last year they were throwing each other under the bus to avoid getting 
put in jail for Abigail's murder. I guess they're writing my besties when the plot fits, because I actually forgot that ha- even happened. Not the de- not her death. Somebody death. else, somebody else pointed that out on the timeline, and I have not been able to get that out of my head since they said it. I wonder if it was more like um, when they're put under pressure and they're like trying to save their own own skin, but. I, I just feel like a it's a waste of Leo's time to just be there like propping his bestie. But this could have been interesting had other people been involved, like had other more dynamic characters been involved. I just so, I, Dimitri is not clicking for me. Uh, Gwen is not clicking for me. It's a really soapy story, but it's just yeah. falling very flat. It also, because we also don't care about Gwen. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be rooting for Gwen to have a downfall, which I am, because I'm sick of her. I am too, so. And it's not like she's outright doing anything necessarily bad. It's just that she isn't written to the character. And it's gotten, like, really exhausting to watch, because it feels, like, pointless. Yeah feels very pointless Mm-mm. but the wedding like the uh, the whole set in the, the Merrill living room looked cute um, it was nicely decorated I wish I could say great gowns beautiful gowns but that wasn't the case so hey um, what else happened with this story there wasn't really anything else other than Leo's gu- Leo's guilt and Gwen's. Oh, I, I was shocked that one thing that I was like, I actually held my breath because I was like, oh shit, she's gonna walk in on the walk. Oh, in that on was them. old school. I will say that was old school. It was more like, what is she? What? What will their explanation be? Because they're half naked. I was thinking like maybe he has enough time to hide in the bathroom um and stuff like that but no she walked in he was half naked and they they explained it as like him Leah wanted to like upgrade his look or whatever it was for the wedding it was bullshit and Michael called it a bullshit when he was watching it it was complete bullshit bullshit Gwen shouldn't have fell for but she did yeah and I'm like okay that was that was I don't know I would have preferred like hiding in the closet or the bathroom type of thing because it made no sense but I was I was wondering if she was gonna catch them or not but she did not necessarily kissing or whatever but and even where she saw the the text messages but because it was under a different name she didn't figure it out yeah which, and ugh. I don't think Leo's going to tell the truth ne- next week. Oh, no, no. she's Especially since Soap Opera Digest has it spoiled that both of them get married. I was like, great. So he's going to be doing this for no reason. Mm-hmm. Well, should we switch to the only other story that was worth half a damn? Yes. Rafe and Jada find Lonnie as Marlena and Kayla learn Abe is alive. Marlena follows her instincts and goes to Whitley's house just in time to stop her from killing herself and Abe. Rafe and Jada take her into custody and Marlena tries to help. Abe is taken to the hospital where he's reunited with Paulina, Lonnie, and Theo, and he still doesn't remember who they are. 
Oh God, this was so all so good. Yes. Um, Whitley's breakdown, Marlena being able to get through to her, Abe reaching out his hand. Yeah, that was good. Like I, I feel, I feel bad for Whitley. I know, like she's the bad person in this, but like she, you can understand why she's gotten to this point. Um, because she didn't get the proper help she needed. And she ended up in this place of being completely, like, broken mentally and emotionally. So I, like, I was I was sad for her. But I also felt like, yeah, this was really bad. Like, having him held hostage, you almost killed Abe. Like, having him catatonic, drugging him up. Drugging Lonnie and almost killing her, ma'am. Yeah, like I and the fact that we were able to, after all of that, still feel bad for Whitley says how good of an actor actress Kim Coles is. That is her name, right? Yeah, she um, is amazing. I she was so good. I know this show has uh, whenever you want an actor back, they always mess up. The second time around, they were brought back. But I would love to see Kim Coles again. I hope because Kim Coles is who she is that she will be the exception to that role. Hope so. But yeah, she was amazing in these scenes. She was so good in the entire story arc. Yeah, I I felt so... I felt bad for her in those scenes with Marlena. Like, she was like, I'm not with the king, because if I'm with the king, that means I killed my husband. And I was like, oh. oh. And, and then you got Lonnie and EY reuniting on the other side of this. Oh. <sighs> so, so, so good. Oh, the hand-holding. The hand-holding. It gets me every time, because they... I'm, they I'm annoyed. I am so annoyed that Lonnie is going back to prison. Same. I expected it, but it, I would prefer that she was released, couldn't, had an early couldn't release. she? Couldn't she have gotten a pardon for, you know, saving the mayor's life? Exactly. Like, I mean, you're giving pardons to everybody under the sun. This would have been a pardon that would have been, you know, earned and deserved. Yeah, but apparently and, not. Everyone else can get out, but not Lonnie. It was so annoyed. I was like, why? And oh. And I hope scenes- this show keeps to that promise because I know we're going into shaky times when um in six months. I hope they keep to that promise because Eli said um when next time we're, we'll be back, it will be we'll be back for good. So I'm Maybe it's not for good based on if they want to, if they're going to come back and contract or whatever. But at least I want to see them come back in a few months because she is going to be released in six months. That's what they keep saying. And that's what I want to see. But who knows with this strike and all of that having happened now. I mean, technically six months from now should be one of the last things that were filmed before we get into strike material i know i know uh ron had written up to right before christmas before um 
before the strike really started. But that hadn't been filmed at the time, so we don't know as of right now. Yeah, and one thing I do want to say, too, is, like, with Abe back and Abe having amnesia, I love how gentle everybody was with him. From Theo to Lonnie to Paulina. Like, they could have very easily gone the -the over-the-top route with Paulina, and they didn't. They kept it very calm and very gentle. I really appreciate it. Not to the point where he was overwhelmed. Because we've also seen it with other amnesia stories too. Where they will just like emotionally overwhelm the amnesiac person. With all of this information to the point that they just freak out and push everybody away. They're not doing that now and I appreciate that. I feel like you're referring to Sierra. Yeah, yeah, Sierra and a little bit with Will too. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really like how handled with Abe like it was really well handled like they were like you said they were not trying to overwhelm him with information and like when Lonnie showed up oh I thought this scene in particular was so good because they basically told him but not told him that she was going back to prison she was like I have other obligations and yeah I that was for a while that was such a good way to put it yes and like you could tell oh my god you could tell the moment Mm, this was so so good this is why i love this family so much because the bond is strong their dynamic is perfect like everyone is amazing like great characters everything but the moment like paulina said what can we do or something like that i wish we could do just something or someone can I don't know along those lines I don't remember every quote but yeah and in walks Lonnie and this music cue plays and oh wasn't and and it was the new music cue that they debuted with everybody's deaths right it's that that one that I have now called the heartstrings cue because like (laughs) every time it plays yeah like oh it is so good like it was so so good I don't know how to explain my feeling is because uh, those scenes made me scream. You can tell how much he loves his daughter. Yeah, like, and even though he can't remember, you can still feel that love. Yes. Even with Theo, too. Yes. And, like, it, I, you could see how much, like, how much it's breaking Theo apart to see his, his dad this way. And I'm and- so annoyed that he's leaving next week same and i'm kind of a, like i get where he's coming from but that whole connection to sierra's amnesia wasn't necessary yeah it wasn't necessary because granted and y'all know because i said it multiple times on this podcast went to war on this podcast over this story i did not like that story i did not like the writing for theo in that story everything that happened in that story is not something that i believe theo would do however That story and what happened with Whitley are not the same thing. Theo never manipulated Sierra. Sierra made all of those choices on her own to spite her husband because she was too afraid to, because of a whole bunch of things. But everything she did, she made those choices herself. And Theo went along with those choices. I didn't agree with him going along with those choices. I thought he should and would make different choices, but he didn't. But it is in no way in the same league as what Whitley did to Abe at all. Exactly. Like, 
to me, Theo only did what he was like, what she wanted him to do. Like he takes things at face value. So I, I don't think the story did not make any sense, but I never saw Theo doing anything wrong. And I hate that he kind of feels like it's his karma for whatever happened to Whitley. No, it's not. I I'm can glad see that why Kayla dis disavowed him of that, that quickly. Yeah, I, I'm glad she shut it down because no, it's not your karma. You're a good person. Like, I, I get it why he went there, but no, it wasn't necessary at all. Like, it's not even the same thing. He was just going along doing it. Like, she was steering the ship and he was just going along with it. This is completely different. Completely different. Abe had no control over anything that was happening to him. He was being perpetually lied to yeah. every single day. Sierra knew the truth. She just didn't want to deal with the truth. Exactly. So she did what she always does. She ran away and she ran to Theo. Yeah. But yeah, these scenes overall, they were just like so good um it broke me when Lonnie and Eli had to say goodbye to Theo as well oh they, yeah when they waved to him at the elevators um that was sad I thought um they were taking forever to get Lonnie to the hospital and then they took forever and then it, it was like warp speed and she was done yeah like there was this moment, though. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. There was this moment when... <clears throat> I This is so consistent with Lonnie and with Ilani. Oh, um, when Eli said you couldn't have waited for backup or something? Yeah, but it, it was like... I think, was that on the Thursday's episode or Monday's? I think Monday... Yeah, I think it was the end of Monday. Yeah, it was just like the the episode where he kisses hand, kiss her hand. Mm hmm. That was like he said the same thing, but not quite the same thing as he did on Thursday episode. Um, uh, and it just was like it's so on brand for Lonnie to go on missions on her own and end up like like the, the whole um halo thing when she was trying to um yeah trying to like help save the women who had been pimped out um and she went to find out what happened and try to save them she got drugged twice um so yeah basically it's a thing with Lonnie it's been consistent since 2017 and yeah, that is my missing chaotic, chaotic fave, but I love her for it. Like, that is who she is. And it's also a brand for Eli to kind of check her in private. Like, and he's doing it in a very funny, bantering way that is very cute way. So yeah. them. It's so Ilani. Like, when she, <laughs> when she told him to, he was like, he was fluffing her pillow on Thursday's episode. And he told her, uh, he told her, do you need something? Like, can I get you anything? And she was like, yeah, you can get a chill pill and take it yourself. <laughs> that is so, like, that is Ilani 2017 coded 
it's so I love when ships remain consistent and stay true to who they were once were but have shown growth and like it's just it's just something I really enjoyed and I'm gonna miss them so so much it was so good and yeah. I I'm really curious to see where the Abe stuff goes from here Same. because he doesn't have his memory and by all accounts he's not going to be getting his memory anytime soon um if they can coincide Abe getting his memories back with Lonnie's release from prison I would love that I've heard it might take longer or like I I've heard that his amnesia might last a year I'm honestly okay with that if if it remains the way it was this week if we keep doing the things we were doing this week I could do that also if we're gonna do that I want to see it consistently don't disappear for two weeks or Mm -hmm. three weeks this needs to be a consistent thing this needs to be something where we actually get to see how important Abe is to the town of Salem and their residents. If we get actual flashbacks of Abe's history prior to the ones that were used uh, during his tribute episode, uh, I can totally, totally support that. I completely agree. I want to see this. I consist. I like his story on a consistent, consistent basis, and it should not be a once every two weeks type of thing. Keep it consistent and let us see how he, how his amnesia progresses or degresses. Like, we'll, I want to see all of it, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And I'm sad this portion of the story has wrapped up because I'm really going to miss everyone involved, Ilani, Theo, but I'm curious to see where we're heading next with Abe. And probably yeah, nine. same. Chanel as well. I and wish Chanel we know, was more involved. That is something I actually want to complain about. Yeah. Chanel should have been more involved because she they focused she, an entire episode on her being like sad that Abe is quote unquote dead. Which was she, only used as a plot point and then she disappeared for the actual resolution of it. It felt weird. It feels like it's it's been a pattern now with her. Because they removed her from the, I mean, she was still airing, but she was very isolated into the triangle she was in at the time. And now she just, just disappeared. And yeah, because she hasn't, she hasn't aired in like a week, two weeks. Maybe longer, I think. Because I feel like two weeks at least. It was her, his funeral episode was the last time we saw her, right? Yeah. That it, I feel like it's a, a bit over a week. Yeah, it her disappearing never made sense at all. And so hopefully we'll get to see more of her as this story progresses. Um, especially yeah. since she she was there when Abe first woke up before Whitley took him. It would be really kind of interesting to if he kind of attaches himself to her and we kind of get to see their relationship develop. Yeah. I would love that. Same. But are there any other things you want to touch on before we go into our in other news segment? We can go ahead. I think we covered just about everything. We covered just about everything. Yeah, we we, we kind of made quick work of that. Uh, yeah. So in other news, we have 
Jada is Rafe's date to Gabby's wedding. Nicole's doctor wants to do genetic testing on the baby's father, leading Sloan into a panic. Eric tells Brady Sloan is pregnant. Tripp and Wendy advise Lee on his love life, and Stefan and Gabby prepare for their wedding. Okay, so what is your in other news pick? I think it's Nicole's doctor wants to do a genetic testing on the baby's father, leading Sloan into panic. It's very much old school. Yeah, very much. Like, and, it's giving 1993. This is exactly what Sammy went through. They had to do further genetic testing on Belle. Also, do they do, like, do they give people results through paper these days? Or do... Uh, you You have the option to do either paper or paperless. It's honestly the, the patient's preference. I'm more, I'm more curious to see how they're going to explain... Um, who has a hold of Nicole's paper or the results basically how how they're because we know that it's Sloan based on the promo like she's going to know that Sloan had her stuff the question is how are they how is Sloan going to explain that to Nicole yeah but I'm, that's what I'm, I'm curious really... about like there, there wasn't much to say like it's kind of a given that um Sloan would worry and end up finding getting a hold of the results and eventually change them i think it, it is there's a whole article in soap digest about this but i haven't read yeah. it so she basically is she she realizes obviously we saw that um you know ej is not a genetic match so she knows that eric's the father so she changes the test um so that nobody knows that which we saw coming a mile ahead, but I don't mind that. Like, I, I feel like... I'm glad that the audience now knows who the father is. Yeah. and I also that was feel something like, we were asking for. As much as I've liked Nicole in the past, I'm kind of like, eh, about her right now. This is kind of her karma. Oh, because of Sydney the, and everything? Yeah. yeah. She did it once before to someone else, so now it's coming back to back her. And yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see her reaction to all of this when it comes out. I don't know how long they're gonna drag it out. Most likely November sweeps. So we're in it for a while. I don't care about but I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's gonna take a, a bit to get to the reveal, I think. Yeah, but I'm here for the ride on this story because it's actually intriguing me i just don't see why sloan i mean i get that she loves eric but eric is a loser but doing this isn't even so much about him they it's more they, that she feels guilty i get that but not even that she said like she literally has no family her parents are dead collins in jail i don't i feel like that's a cop-out answer i don't know because she said the same thing to melinda uh, I feel like that's what she thinks she wants. I I personally think she's doing this because she feels guilty. I think that's part of it, but I, I do think that the reasons that she's stating are still true. I guess. I mean, both can be true. Yeah. But for me, my another news pick is I'm going to go with Jada as rape state to Gabby's wedding. First of all, that dress was honestly hot as hell mm-hmm. i loved that dress on jada and i'm actually really liking jada and rafe and rafe not in cop mode he was barely a cop anyway so like him not being a cop 
it's fine. Yeah, he he really enjoyed it. Like he said himself, I'm having the he didn't say I'm having the time of my life, but he basically gave out that energy. He is having a good yeah. time. And I'm having a good time watching them. This isn't a Rafe parent that I'm actually enjoying, which I wasn't sure that I would at the start of it, but I'm really intrigued to see where they go. And I think it is now time for praise or shade. Are you praising or shading? I'm gonna praise. I like I said before, like the whole Abe storyline was so good. Uh, but I like the overall story has been good from start to I can't say end because it's not really ending, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it has been really enjoyable. Everyone involved has been amazing. I've enjoyed all the characters, the dynamics, all of it. But I just want to give it a little shout out to my Ilani babies because they were so adorable and so consistent to who they were when their whole journey began, I would say. Like the whole banter, it was so on point to Ilani in 2017, 18, and like forward. But when they began basically their friendship, that was it, just it was so cute. And the whole hand holding, like that drives me, like that is a one of my ship weaknesses is hand holding, and it just. It just sent me over the edge. Like, it's those little moments that truly make a ship. And it's those that feel very romantic. And Ilani is that ship. And they gave me... I wish we got way more, but our time with them was limited. But, yeah, I really enjoyed those moments with Ilani. And that's my praise. All right, and I'm going to hop on the praise train too. I'm going to praise Kim Coles. Um, she was absolutely amazing. And in the hands of a different actress, we could have had completely different feelings about Whitley. But Kim Coles is so good that we were able to understand and sympathize with a woman who has done things that should not be sympathetic. Yes, I, I remember something that we forgot to mention before um in the story the slap yes uh, i actually when paulina slapped her i actually felt bad in that moment and like paulina was completely like deserving of that yeah, like it's it's weird when you are like ooh, but i guess what you slapped her like i got it completely i think however it should have been should have been in the beginning of the episode meaning like before we actually see marlena making progress yes yeah, yeah, like, I, I can like, definitely see that. Like, she comes in, slaps her, says whatever she needs to say. Honestly, instead of bringing her to the police station, they should have brought her to the hospital, which would have allowed for that interaction. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's the only thing I would have changed. Like, have it in the beginning instead of the end. But yeah, to your point, Kim Coles has been so good. Like, oh, Love her. And I do wonder if her story is going to continue because we are clearly going to see Bayview. So will we be seeing more of her or was this it? I would love to see more of her. Yeah, same. Do we have any final thoughts? We're holding you to that promise, Eli Grant. Come back soon. Yes. 
<laughs> Hopefully less than six months if we're really, really lucky. Um, and my final thought is just that um, my thoughts are with the cast of days because they have obviously been put through hell and I just want them to be in a safe working environment and whatever needs to be done to make that happen let's make sure it happens I agree and I think that's it we'll see y'all next week bye everybody bye